Book One. Welcome to Texas. Chapter One. I should have stayed on the Trident. That thought rushed through Ko's head as he watched water from Galveston Bay pool around his boots. The only thing standing between him and the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico at the moment was the fiberglass hull of the boat that had been his home for the last three days and two nights, and the morning had started off so well too. He was halfway through a bag of roast beef MRE, and Santa Maria Island, the place he had been chasing for half a year, was finally within sight. There were times when he didn't think he'd ever actually make it here. After all, the days and nights, weeks and months, and the pile of trouble that he'd had to overcome, there it was: Pollard, Song Island, and ghouls—lots of ghouls, a hell of a lot of ghouls. But there it was at last. And he was so close, he could almost feel the sharp edges of the rocks that haloed the ridgeline of the island. The rooftops of houses poked out from one side to the other, and there was a raised hill in the center of the place with a couple of residences on top of it. One of those homes would have made a perfect sniper's perch. I bet Danny and Gabby could hold off an army from up there. He had approached the island from the east and could just make out the marina with the naked eye. It extended out from near the bottom of the oval-shaped landmass and was a welcoming sight, even if he couldn't spot a single boat among the slips. Not that he expected to find any. If previous experience was any indication, boats were few and far between these days, or at least ones that weren't already being used by ghoul collaborators, guys he'd rather avoid whenever possible. Santa Maria Island was coveted real estate, and according to Rachel, he was looking at an island that was eight kilometers long and one and a half wide. The size made it easy to spot from a distance once he slipped into Galveston Bay. There it was, sticking out of the ocean like a fabled land, with the Texas coastline—everything's bigger in Texas—surrounding it in the background. He was a few minutes away from finally reaching land, finding Jillian. And finally, finally, running in slow motion up the beach and into her arms, like in the movies, Kao should have felt dumb running that kind of scenario through his head. But what the hell? He was feeling a little giddy at that moment. That was when the guy came out of nowhere and started shooting at him. Kao assumed it was a guy anyway. The shooter was positioned on the ridge to the left of the marina. The man was a decent shot. And the round plopped into the water just a few feet from Ko's starboard. For about four seconds after the shot, Ko had a rare moment of indecision. Maybe it was the fact that he had finally, finally reached Santa Maria Island after months of traveling that slowed his reaction time, or maybe he just hadn't expected the first person he would see after three days on the ocean would try to kill him. Considering the past year, he really shouldn't have been that surprised. Who wasn't shooting at him these days? He was back to his old self just as the second loud crack rang out and was followed by a bullet punching into the floor of his twenty-two footer, just a couple of feet from the nose of his boots. Water instantly began to spring inside, pooling around his feet. Oh hell! The third shot nearly took his head off. It was so close that Ko heard the zip as the large caliber round slashed through the air a few inches from his right ear. He finally did what he should have done when he heard the first shot and dropped to his stomach, bracing with his hands against the now wet floor of the boat. 
He reached to his right and grabbed the steering end of the trolling motor, jerking it left until the boat started to turn. The good news was due to the motor's low power, he had only traveled another 20 meters toward the island after the first shot. The bad news was that it was taking longer to turn than he would have liked, and meanwhile, the guy had a perfect and closer bead on him. Crack! 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 Three more shots, about three seconds apart. That meant the guy was using a bolt-action rifle. It took at least one second to eject the spent shell casing, another second to punch in a new round, then a third second to take aim and squeeze the trigger. Three seconds was impressive, but it also meant the guy wasn't taking his time. He was shooting too fast, either because he was an amateur and was rushing it, or he was really good 